what if he wants you to sit still for a second? Yeah, this is where God and I have a lot of fun, hard conversations. Welcome to the Far More Podcast. Hey, Liz. Hey, Jason. Welcome back. Back. To the Far More Podcast, where we're picking up on part two of how we met. That's right. So if there's a part two, what does that mean there is? A part one. So what you need to do is, if you haven't listened to part one, hit the pause button, go back, listen, watch, however you consume the podcast, because we don't want you to feel left out and we don't want you to be like, wait, we're picking up right in the middle of a conversation. It's hilarious too. Go check it out. Absolutely. And part two is going to start right now. So I've got a question for you. You you made me think of something. If, because you said that morning you were in the shower and you always have your best thoughts and processes and yeah. ideas in the shower. What if you had heard the audible voice of God say, mm-hmm. you need to go to this class mm-hmm. because you are going to meet your future wife, the mother of your children, the woman you are going to grow old with. What would you have done? Now, <laughs> okay, I'm a processor. So I probably would have talked myself out of it being God's voice. Okay. And I'd be like, there's no way I'm going to that class. Right. I wasn't ready for that in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think this is why God only wants to show us a step at a time. Because if I'd have known the full story there, yeah. I'm going, I'm not going to that class today. I'm not ready for that. I don't even know if I want to get married again. Right. And you know what? Right? That's one of the things that I think frustrates so many people yeah. about God. But it's one of the things that I adore and mm-hmm. I love about God. He knows just how much of the path to light yeah. up. For us to see, to walk down that path, because he he knows more than we do. He he knows far more, far more than we than even we know about how much of that path needs to be lit up. And I get that people, and I think you're sometimes this way. You get so frustrated. I just want to know all of the steps, or I want to know where these steps are leading. But I think there's so much beauty and so much wisdom and, well, he's all knowing. He knows all of it. And so I just, that's one of the things I adore about the Lord is that he only gives us what we're ready for. Well, I think I've, I've matured a little bit in that to where it's not like, I don't want to understand the end of the story. I don't need to know, God, tell me the end of the story. Where I get hung up is I'm like... God, give me a direction left or right. Mm-hmm. Like, make it clear. Do I need to go left or right? Create the path. Because if I understand and really confident in the path, like, I'm going to go all in on the path. If I'm not confident in the path, I'm going to be like, eh, second guessing it, I might need to jump over here. Well, what if it's time. what if it's not right or left? What if he wants you to sit still for a second? And by a second, I don't literally mean a second. Yeah, this is where God and I have a lot of fun, hard conversations, mm-hmm. right? The 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 I'm, be still and know that I am God is yeah. Be is still, not easy. Um, be still is as scary as a singles class for me. Hmm. Right, because I I am a producer. I'm a progress oriented person. You like, are. 
be still equals unproductive for me, right? It almost, it almost feels sinful for me. I convince myself that being still and not being productive and not producing, it's it's strong, but it, it equals bad for me. Right. It equals bad for me. And so that's where even in the last year, God and I've wrestled a lot and had a lot of really hard conversations of, are you wanting me to sit here in this moment? Um, where do you think, like, what has he shown you? Well, I go back to Jesus in the boat with the disciples on this. I go back to, there's a storm and they're in a boat. Oh, this story frustrates you so much. <laughs> well, because it used to really frustrate me because people used to use that passage as, I know you're in a storm right now, but God's going to calm the storm. You just got to have faith. Mm-hmm. If you're in the middle of a storm and somebody says that to you, you want to righteously smack them in the nose, right? Like you don't want to hear that mm-hmm. because you're going to go, yeah, you may calm the storm, but is that on this side of death? I don't know. Right. Right. Because you're, you're still in this place of I'm in the middle of a storm. So it frustrated me from that point, how it got leveraged a lot of, you just got to have faith and patience. God's going to calm the storm for you. I'm right. Like, well, I'm in the storm right now. So I... I'm trying to decide. So take your encouragement and shove it. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, do I need to jump out of this boat and try to swim to shore? Uh-huh. Or Jesus, are you going to wake up and do something? Right. So that's why I started with that. It was a very frustrating passage. Then, then I moved to like level point two of spiritual maturity in the conversation, maybe. You went through the different stages. It was the different stages. My next stage was, okay, I get it. The whole point is, Jesus wants us to cry out to him in the storm. The whole point is, wake up, Jesus. And it's me crying out to you because he wants the connection and the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so the question is not, you know, when's he going to calm the storm? The the question is, when do you start stop crying out to him to calm the storm? The answer is never. The answer is never. Pray without ceasing. Right, because I think people get caught up on the first thing that either Jesus doesn't have the power to calm the storm or he does and he won't. Mm-hmm. And it creates the angerness there. Yeah. So I moved to, okay, he wants the connection and relationship. He wants to just to keep crying out. And you just cry out until he wakes up, right? And until he calms the storm. And maybe that's not this side of death. It might not be in a lot of cases. And that's hard to process. So I got to there is it's all about just the crying out and the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good until you feel like you've been crying out for a long time too. Yeah. Right. You're like, I, listen, I feel like we've been connecting and crying out. Like I'm getting weary of that. Then I got to like point three of spiritual maturity on this. <clears throat> so many stages. Yeah. And I, I'm clearly not fully there yet. I was literally reading this passage and, and I was in my way, I was wrestling with God on this. I'm like, what, what do I do with this? Like, it's just, this doesn't, still doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to be like, yeah, I'm in a storm. Yeah, I'm crying out to you. Yeah, you haven't calmed it. You're still asleep. I see you. I believe you can. Mm-hmm. The, the hard part is I know and believe you can calm the storm and you haven't. What is it? And and God flipped it on me. He goes, Jason, I see the storm. I get the storm. But I'm more concerned about the storm inside of you right now. I want to calm the storm inside of you before any of these other things out here matter. If I can't calm the storm in you, all this other storm is irrelevant. And I go, oh, 
Because it's a heart thing. Ooh. I went from an analytical, mm-hmm. right, to a heart thing of Jesus going, let's talk about the storm in you. Why are you so angry about this storm? When you know that I'm here with you, mm-hmm. you believe that I can calm it. You know I will at some point. Right. Hopefully on this side of death. But let's talk about the storm that's in you that's making you so angry that you're on point three of unpacking this package. <laughs> yeah. Right? This passage. But yeah, that was a that was the big moment for me is when God just dropped the truth bomb of you're over here whining about this storm. And you're so focused on what's going on around you that you're not taking the time to really connect and pray and evaluate what's going on inside of you. That's what I really care about, Jason. What's going on inside of you that's actually making you this angry? When you know the storm unto itself probably isn't even that big a deal. I mean, or it is. Well, but he wants the heart to be right more than the other, the external stuff for sure. Right. I mean, storms are relative in life, but I'm saying in this moment for me in this season, it really wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. I was making the storm much bigger than it really was. And it was actually. It wasn't even about the storm. It was about the, Jesus, why haven't you done something about the storm that I was actually getting more and more frustrated about? Mm-hmm. And I think it was through that that he revealed to me, what is this storm in you that's gotten you to this place? How do we tame that? Everything else I got. Yeah. Don't worry about it. The process, the process of sanctification is, is very painful. And can often be very frustrating. But on the other side of it, there is freedom and liberation. But when you're in it, it hurts. Well, and it's, it's never ending, right? I, I'm, yes. so, I'm so goal-oriented. You I'm are like, so results. Right. Get to the end. when There, 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 there isn't, isn't an end in this, right? There's yeah. a constant progress. Because we're always imperfect. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm trying desperately to learn more on how to just enjoy the journey mm-hmm. and leading into God's goodness and listen to what he's really trying to whisper to me. Um, but it's hard for me when I'm so into the game goal, goal oriented. Let me get to the place as fast as I can get to the place. Yeah. When he's like, you're, you're going to miss so much along the way here because I'm teaching you so much along the way. I'm trying to grow you so much along the way. Yeah. But you know what, God, he's going to honor your obedience. He's going to honor that you're, he's going to bless you for doing all of this. I believe, I believe that, that he is going to honor and bless the obedience that you're showing by going through all of this and by seeking him. Yeah, but let's, let's, let's be transparent. The obedience also comes in waves. There's moments where I'm like, okay, I get it. Obedience. And then there's moments where I'm like, I forget what I'm supposed to be doing. I forget. Well, that's all of us. Right. But that's like every day I forget that our mission is to love people and go make disciples and share the hope of Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's to drag more people to Jesus. It's are we getting our hands dirty, getting people to Jesus? And I forget that every day. I can wake up and say, 
let me connect with God. Let me get filled. Let me ground myself in his word and, and what he has for me that day. But then I forget the mission. Mm-hmm. I go off to my other missions, my worldly missions so fast. Yeah. And it distracts me. Well, I guess that is why we have to stay grounded in God's word and be an encouragement to one another. Like, hey, don't forget that even though you're going to work, it's still it's still the mission field. That's right. And and you you cannot do it without Christian community mm-hmm. that actually pushes you and challenges you. Like not just Christian community just for the sake of community and hanging out. That's yeah. great and reading the Bible together. All that's great. But especially as a man, as men, we have to push each other outside of our comfort zones to go do these things. We, I'll be praying for that for you. Those are dangerous prayers that we avoid mm. is God send someone into my life. that's going to make me uncomfortable and do things that feel reckless for your name. Right. Yeah. Like nobody, no, hardly anybody's praying that prayer. I'm like, who wants to sign up for my small group? Here's our mission. We're going to make each other so uncomfortable and say, how are we dragging people to Jesus all the time? Like nobody's signing up for your small group. Right. Girl. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, my app to check in. What was your attendance today on your small group? Me. Zero. Me. I was there. I was there and I didn't even want to be there. <laughs> right? I, that's the reality. Yeah. Because it's hard and it uncomfortable. Is. But it that's is. what we're called to do. We're called to hard and uncomfortable. Yes, we are. But our, our natural tendency is complacency. We've talked about this before. Like mm-hmm. our default is comfort, security, complacency. That's how we're wired. Well, and routine, Right. It's, it's routine, it's schedule, it's... That's easier. It's whatever easier comes to f- easy. follow a checklist or follow a calendar or follow... That's easy. When you create a bunch of margin and white space and go, hey, in this margin and white space, what you're supposed to do is you're going to go drag people to Jesus and you're going to get up all, all up in their mess when mm-hmm. you're like, I got to figure out my own mess. And I'm like, well, that's great. Yeah, I know you're messy, but you got to do this too. Yeah. And then, by the way, go bring three other friends with you. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. them on board. It's a Ooh. lot. Woo. Son. Oof. 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 It's a lot. But when you find those people and you find that community and you find, in my case, you find those men, they're willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether you're a part of it or whether you see it and witness it from afar, it's so moving. Mm. It's so moving. So like, the insecurity of it just fades away because you're like, wow, you're like, I'm craving that. I'm craving far more. I'm craving yeah. that. But getting to that's really uncomfortable and scary. But once you realize that's what we're all craving as Christian men is to actually band together mm-hmm. to help drag people to Jesus. Yeah. Sometimes it's each other. Sometimes it's ourselves. Sometimes it's someone new. That's what changes the world. Well, and but I do think it's important to to keep in mind that even if that doesn't happen, that you don't give up. It's Jesus keeps whispering to us, just keep going. Mm. Just keep going. You know, just I was scared to death to be in that singles class. Just hang on. Yeah. Just hang on. Like a one to walk away. Just hang on. 
hey, there's this person I'm trying to connect with, but they're just not giving me anything. They're just stonewalled, nothing. Just keep showing up. Keep showing up. Mm -hmm. You just never know. You just may never see it either, but you just never know how God's using those moments. And I think that's where we have to find our comfort and motivation and just faith. Yeah. That's right. And that's, I agree. that's really hard for someone like me that I need to see the cause and effect. Uh, I you need do. to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm very cause and effecty. You are very, very cause and effecty. Right. If I do this, this should happen. And when it doesn't, I give the stank face of why didn't that happen like that? That mm-hmm. doesn't, what did I miss? And a lot of times like you didn't miss anything. Right. It's not you. Yeah. It's not about me. Right. That's a very what? good point. That's another yeah. thing that we have to remind ourselves. This isn't about us. None of it. Right. None of it is about us. That's what I'm learning. Me less, him more. Liz less, point point to Jesus more. That's right. So join us on this messy journey as we just continue to unpack life and faith and the craziness that is. Yep, that's right. And thank you so much to those who have been supporting us. We are so grateful for you. And if this is your first time with us, make sure that you subscribe, hit the bells, hit the whistles, hit everything you need to hit in order to know when each episode is going to drop. And you know what? What's that? This wraps up our little two-part series. Wasn't that fun? Great job. Great job. Love you. We'll see y'all next time. See ya.